Welcome to Transformation in 10, bringing you expert insights for navigating the transformations impacting application delivery. This podcast is presented by Tricentis and brought to life by our special guests across the quality, DevOps, cloud, and business worlds. Hello, the listeners. It's your host, Emma, and I'm eager to introduce our guest today, someone that you may already be familiar with. It's Rosalind Radcliffe. Rosalind is an IBM fellow responsible for driving the DevOps for Enterprise System strategy and a recently appointed fellow at that. So many congratulations there. Welcome, Rosalind. How is it going? Thank you. I'm glad to be here. And it's wonderful opportunity to really help drive change in IBM. So I'm really happy to have this appointment. Yeah, it's it's incredible. What an achievement. And you know, you spent 35 years there at IBM, so more than deserved. A colossal amount of time to spend at one of the world's largest technology companies providing a spectrum of uh, hardware, software, and services since 1911, I, I learned just yesterday. And Rosalind, during your time there, you've you kind of been across many de- departments, so development, test, services, and sales and distribution. And you've arrived at this vantage point where you're advising on how to incorporate DevOps at gigantuan scale. So specifically, you're occupied with DevSecOps, but I'm sure um, other kind of areas feed into that too. So let's start with the term DevSecOps, another kind of hybrid uh, buzzword of our industry. How are you defining that term today? And how would you say it's evolved over your years at IBM with security being more front and center? Quite literally, we added the SEC in this time just to remind people that security is as important as it should have always been. In reality, we're just we're picking a few of the words that should be here. I've <laughs> really called it biz dev sec inf QA ops many times to kind of say it really should be the whole spectrum. And the idea really is let's have everybody working together. Let's break down all those boundaries. Let's make sure we have collaboration, but we need to call out today security because of all the things that are happening in the world. If we don't focus on security, we're not going to get there. I had that question just this last week talking to a team about, you know, what do we really have to do for security? I'm like, start with threat modeling, start with understanding. You need to spend time understanding the threat for security for your application. And then we can pick what's the right scanning, what's the right, those kinds of things. So that's why I added SEC into this discussion. But if you think about it, it's it's really everybody. And if we if we really limit to dev and ops, if we don't include the business, if we don't include everybody, we won't end up with the right solution. And so no matter what the term is, it's going to have a problem. But right now, security is just really important. And so that's why I added security right now. Yeah, I got the impression of your kind of the, the issue with titling sometimes in your recent virtual summit discussion where, you know, you, if you kind of label someone a developer, then they might not recognize or, you know, it just kind of needs to be a bit freer with that. Developers can test, they, they should be testing. But yeah, putting that at the forefront is obviously a, a need for that. And I was curious to read that with the, de- the developer experience that you helped to spearhead in terms of its strategy at IBM, this, of course, takes into account not only tools, but process and products. And you are really a key driver, sort of an agent of change in continuing this DevSecOps culture that goes along with that. So 
with this collaboration across teams and when one person wears many different hats, how are you helping to build this collaborative culture? Would you say there's been some key kind of uh, milestones that you've seen? Okay, wow, this is better collaboration or any kind of learnings? What we have to do in an organization as large as IBM is and as large as, you know, we look at the industry, getting that idea of building those communities of best practice so everybody can share and they're comfortable sharing is the transformation that helps drive. We really need to help make sure everybody is comfortable sharing their best practices and their failures. And I'm going to say failures from the standpoint of small failures. We need to fail fast, not fail in production, but fail fast. We need to learn from our mistakes. We need to develop this culture of its good. And by doing communities of practices or guilds or whatever term works well within your organization, to really allow people to share more broadly and have that idea of breaking down those silos. The other thing that's really important is making sure we really have product teams, making sure that the team that's building the capability really is a cross-functional team so that everybody can collaborate to deliver the business value, making sure we're all working together. If we try to say developers are here and testers are here. Yeah, no, it's not going to work. We need to make sure we've built this core product team that is supported by platform teams. Yes, but the core product team that works together without, without silos, without tickets, without, and that removal of it's a ticket boundary is one of the things that we're working very hard on. Clients have to work very hard on how do I get past that ticket mentality to the collaboration mentality? Yeah, yeah, sure. And how you, at least at Tricenters from a support point of view, we did it more like a triage, you know, like it's not which which of these issues do you feel most comfortable solving? Not that is your your role, you take it, which really helped enable that collaboration. And, you know, we're talking really at this enterprise level. So it's no surprise that you are, looking at yeah, all sections and how those teams can better work together. And you published a book last year called uh, Enterprise Bug Busting, From Testing Through CIDC to Deliver Business Results. Um, so again, very much that enterprise uh, overview. So, and I really liked that in the description, you describe kind of a, in a nutshell what it covers, but that you you color it with stories and a little bit of history. And you you look at these new ways of working to drive speed and quality across organizations. And I assume anyone could pick up this book and kind of say, you know, no matter what their organization is, they could take something away. So could you give us a preview of some of the some of the takeaways from the book? So I really did write the book for enterprises. So really a small company may not have the same problems, but it one section in particular talks about metrics and focusing on the right metrics. Because the problem with metrics is we satisfy the metric. And if the metric doesn't align to business value, the metrics like code coverage, you know, what's your code coverage? 100% code coverage. I can do that and, and do not drive business value. <laughs> yeah. Do I have a unit test? So we need to make sure that we have the right metrics. I, I can remember stories about I'm testing and you, know, you have to have a unit test to check in your code. Okay. Build a unit test, assert equals true. Done. 
I have a unit test. It doesn't test anything, but I have a unit test. So we have to be really careful about the metrics that we use and they're going to drive behavior. Are they driving the behavior we want? Making sure we use metrics to help improve and recognize that different teams are at different places. And so you can't use one metric for everyone. We need to make sure the metric is improving that part of the organization. One of the stories in there is about Six Sigma. And oh, Six Sigma, when it comes to software, was an interesting challenge because it was you were trying to do continuous improvement. But if you had a product that was already really stable and really solid, then, okay, you're telling me I have to basically say there's zero bugs in the product. That is not possible. There are always going to be problems. No, it's been running for 20 years and you want me. So when we look at that, we have to be careful about how we measure and what we're thinking about measuring. So that's that's a little bit of the story that's probably applicable to anybody. <laughs> I like you could really viscerally feel that. It's clearly born out of experience. <laughs> and yeah, these vanity metrics or whatever you want to call them, just box checking. Um, when actually, when you dig deeper, yeah, you're not getting at the core of the, the, of the, the software and its best user experience. Which brings you to, me to my next query around um, how we create positive digital experiences through testing, which was the, the, the topic that you explored alongside Alan Schimmel and co folks from DevOps.com. So, you know, you're often jumping into discussions like this and I guess you are challenged, but also you must have your belief cemented. So did you learn anything new or during this discussion or was there any kind of highlights for you in this, in this chat? I think it's always important to recognize that people are coming from different perspectives. And so we have to remember those perspectives when we're having a conversation. When we're doing many of these webinars, we're trying to push on concepts, but everybody's not to the point that, for example, I am, I've spent so much time in this space. I've already gotten past everybody's a developer, but you know, I can't just say that and have everybody understand what I mean. It always reminds me to go back and say, okay, how do we get everybody to the same page? How does everybody understand that when we say everybody becomes a developer, it doesn't mean everybody's writing code as a developer, as in development application code. It means that we are changing the way we think about people in the sense that Everybody is writing something that's going to be checked into an SCM, that's going to be tested, that's going to be versioned, and that's going to be deployed through an automated pipeline. And that could be a business person, that could be test, that could be software developer, it could be a documentation person. It doesn't matter. So we have to be careful with the terms we use because they do get confusing. And it was a good reminder, once again, that it is important to recognize that there's some key critical skills when we do things like performance testing, et cetera, that we don't always think about when we say statements like everybody's a developer. And it was also a, a discussion to say, if we're going to create that ideal digital experience, we also have to focus on that user experience, which requires 
an actual manual human <laughs> looking at the experience. Yes. So there, there's times for automated testing. There's times for those kinds of things. But we also absolutely have to have that human look at the experience or else we can end up with a problem. Yeah, going beyond, obviously use automation where applicable, but you need that human eye. And I like the some of the experiences that you shared in that talk around, you know, IBM, you did customer light testing due to the, the reinstallation. So you're doing this like more exploratory uh, free form and Darren shared that from a gaming perspective, you know, you had developers doing, again, exploratory testing on that, that for, from a customer experience, which sounds like a lot of fun to me. <laughs> so to pivot to the next question, then in, in 10 words or less, this one is kind of a little tricky, but it, it helps our listeners to kind of walk away with kind of a nugget of advice. So what would you advise our listeners for anyone undergoing a DevSecOps transformation journey? Start with your biggest problem and improve that and then move on to the next one. Figure out what your area of waste is and move on to the next one. Great. So pain points number one. It's your problem. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. I like that. Think that, it, yes, yeah, so come at it from that more personal perspective and then and go from there. Great. And if you could change one thing about the application development world, Rosalind, is there anything that springs to mind? I know that in the in the conversation with Alan, you shared that you you really like people to earn well, not only earn their seat at the table, but take it, <laughs> uh, recognize that they're, you're there from the beginning of the process to drive that digital experience. So, yeah, I'm curious: is there anything else that you would uh, you would change? If I think about the application development world, I would focus on diversity and on understanding that we need to include all types, all individuals. We need to be a more representative set of people in the product teams to make sure we're delivering the right business value. And that's from diversity of thought, diversity of everything. Mm. We need more women at the table. We need more disabled at the table. We, we need to include, and it's probably of differing abilities is probably the way I'm supposed to put it. But the point is... We need to bring that variety, that that set of people in so that we can really get those ideas. We can ensure we're delivering the best thing we can do. So we need to focus on diversity in what we're doing and that diversity bringing people together so that everybody's working together to deliver the business value. Awesome. That's really good to hear. I couldn't agree more. And it's awesome to know that IBM, you're at the helm driving that diversity. Uh, in technology. So yeah, that's a great note to end on, I think. And thank you for joining uh, me today. Really appreciate your time. Um, there's been quite a theme of collaboration throughout this conversation, bringing the right people together and yeah, just having people have the necessary conversation for the best outcome. So, and yeah, you know, you had quite the trajectory at IBM. So to be able to listen to the knowledge that you've acquired along the way is really cool. So uh, listeners, you can hear more from Rosalind uh, by checking out numerous lively DevOps and Bound discussions that we've already done and many, many more resources online. And yeah, so I want to thank you for your time, Rosalind. It's been a pleasure and no doubt we'll speak again. Thank you very much. I've enjoyed it. Oh, brilliant. As ever, many thanks for listening. Until next airtime. time.